0: Welcome to Modern Figures Podcast, a show where we're elevating the voices of black women in computing to inspire the next generation of the advanced technology workforce. We're your hosts, Dr. Jeremy Waysom
1: and Dr. Kyla McMullen. This podcast is sponsored by the National Center for Women in Information Technology, or NCWIT. NCWIT is a nonprofit organization that convenes, equips, and unites change leader organizations to increase participation of all women in the field of computing.
0: Kyla and I are representatives of the Institute for African-American Mentoring and Computing Sciences, or IMCS, which serves as a national resource for Black and African-American students, faculty, and industry professionals in computing.
1: Special thanks goes to our listeners who contribute to the podcast by supporting our online store, which you can find at our website, www.modernfigurespodcast.com. All right, everyone. Today we have an extra special guest with us. We have Moria Bowman. She is our first teenage guest. Moria is 14 and she loves to read and she likes to draw. And she has an app called Zinger and she's going to tell us about that coming up. So, Moria, how's it going? Um, It's
2: going good. (laughs) Um, Thank you for inviting me to your show. I'm very honored.
0: We're happy to have you. I mean, it's kind of hard to find teenage app creators. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So we're excited that we were able to get in contact with you. Yeah. Yeah,
1: thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule for (laughs) us. So, Moria, can you tell us, um, just in general, like, what inspires you?
2: I'm inspired by... Um, you mean by, um, professionally or what inspires me, like, In like personally,
1: like if you're having a day where you're found kind of feeling blah, like what do you think of to say, this is what I can, what do you think of to just help you keep going?
2: I think of happy stuff. I think <laughs> of pretty stuff, like, I look stuff up and, um, I like pretty pictures, so I'll look up a um, picture of a flower or a picture of a sunny day, and it makes me feel better. Awesome, Aww.
0: I like that. So I haven't been 14 in a while.
2: <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what is your day-to-day life like? What do you do?
2: Um, so I'm homeschooled. So, um in in my typical day, um I wake up at seven eight o'clock mm-hmm. in the day in the morning and um <laughs> then i eat breakfast then i get on my classes and then i work on the florida virtual school so oh cool Yes.
1: Yeah, what so... is florida virtual school i don't know what that is
2: um it's the it's the state's um virtual school it's an online school oh, cool. and you do your courses um online it's in it's an online public school. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I take three courses, Algebra 1, English 1, and Latin 1. And they're all pretty cool. I, I like doing all of them. Um, so at
0: 14, what grade are you in?
2: Ninth grade. Ninth grade, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
0: Algebra 1, ninth grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite subject?
2: Um... I like all of my subjects, but <laughs> I specifically, I like science and I plan to take science next year. Nice. Next March.
1: That's pretty cool. So I know like when I was your age, I had no idea what I wanted to be. Do you have some thoughts of like what you want to do when you grow up?
2: Um, I want to do something in medicine. I haven't really specified because like there's so many things to do in medicine and I just like making people feel better and I like making people healing people and um it makes me feel good inside so
0: yeah (laughs) do you do anything outside of school
2: um yes a lot of stuff (laughs) um I go to the park and um we play uh, lots of games outside. We usually go to Westside Park, mm-hmm. and we meet lots of kids. And on the weekends, sometimes we go to Gainesville Health and Fitness, and we go to the Fit Kids. So that's cool.
0: a, a local gym where yeah. you get to work out. And
2: and meet other kids. That's cool. Yeah. We but travel a lot, too.
0: <laughs> Your family? Yes. So, I know you've got a few. Yeah, you got a whole fan, fan club here today. <laughs> yes. Uh, who's here with you today?
2: Um, my brother Matthew, my sister Margaret, um, my dad, and my cousin. She's she's out there. She's. I think she's watching them right now. <laughs> and who's in the room? Right, who's with you? Who's sitting next to you? <laughs> oh, my mom and Bree and you guys. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, Bree is always here yes, in the, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm happy that everyone was able to make it to see. Is this your first
2: podcast recording? Um. Yes.
0: How do you like it so far?
2: I think it's pretty cool. <laughs>
0: awesome. We're just getting started. Yeah, so. we're just getting started. Okay, let's kind of dive more deeply into how you got involved in computing in the first place. So this podcast is about computing, and we thought about you as a guest because Kyla actually knows your family, knows your dad pretty well, and said... I know someone who does. That's right. Who's got some coding <laughs> experience, and they're a teenager. And I was like, oh, "Of course, we need her to come on the show." Yes. So how did, how did that all get started? Yeah. What where did that come
2: from? So it all started in June. Um, <laughs> um we were go we were Ubering
1: mm-hmm.
2: because our car um it it kept breaking down over the summer, so we had to ride in an Uber. And when I ride in Ubers, um, it's okay, but you, <laughs> you know, you're riding in someone else's car mm-hmm. and you don't know if you're going to be safe. Um, you don't know if you're going to be safe. And so we went to Publix and I was like, hey, I said to my dad, hey, um, I think it would be pretty cool if we started a ride sharing company, or like if we, yeah, if we started a ride sharing company for um, women, because women sometimes get targeted in sexual assaulting, Mm -hmm. and um, that's not good. So he agreed, and. Um, we started working on this project, father daughter project called Zinger. <laughs> and um then in July, um, which is my birthday, birth month, um, we started organizing the team. Um my dad has a lot of connections. He's really social. So, he has <laughs> yeah. a lot of connections. <laughs> yeah, that's how I know your
1: dad, definitely.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um he has a lot of connections, so he has this friend. We started organizing our team. Then the next month, um I got my first phone. So I downloaded the beta version of Singer onto the phone and it was pretty cool because um we have a team of app developers um i'm not an app developer Mm -hmm. but we know people who (laughs) who can make apps so i have a team of 14 people on 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 the zinger team Wow, (laughs) and they all help me out with making zinger possible
0: so that's how you got started. You yes. Had, you had an experience and you said, how do I make this safer yes. for someone? So that's how your business got started.
1: Yes. yes. Did you always know you wanted to have a business? Um,
2: yes, kind of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah.
2: It comes from my dad is an entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. I'm inspired by him to start businesses. And ever since I was 10, I've been doing biz- businesses. Um, wow. Yes. So uh, what so- other
1: businesses have you been doing?
2: Like, <laughs> I feel like I have just been slacking right. with my whole life <laughs> what did right we now. Do? <laughs> so when I was 10, 11 years old, um, I started this. I would make videos for people, Hmm. and we started. I would make them for close family and friends, and um, I would get money for that. What Um, kind of
1: videos? Just like home videos, or
0: like, would you edit them? How did it? How did it go?
2: I would edit them. Cool.
0: So we need to hire her. Yeah, (laughs) Bree's gonna leave us, and we need someone to take her place. (laughs) Okay, very cool.
1: So getting back into your company, so are you the CEO? Yes. (laughs) Awesome. So you're the boss. Boss lady. Yeah, so what is that like?
2: So I constantly get calls on my phone, (laughs) and um, they tell me different issues going on, and I just put my input out there, and um I listen to their problems and they listen to minds that I have with the with singer And um we meet on Zoom or we do a conference call. And last month I went to Miami oh, cool. um to meet up with um some of the core people and and zinger um and we talked about the direction of zinger and um we were basically discussing um how are we going to advertise the cities we're going to go to and we talked about the plan for zinger cool
1: cool so um I know you have, you know, a plan for the company. So in the future, do you ever see yourself hiring any of your siblings?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> they're going to start their own company. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so that was the political response. You know, s- they don't need my company. Very CEO they of you. They can
1: have their own company. I already <laughs> see you have the, the talk down.
0: <laughs> she's got the language. And I think she's got the brain. So she's got it. Seems like she's got the whole package over there. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. How did you design the app?
1: Like, when you talk with the team that you have, do you tell them like the idea that's in your head and a way that you want to get it done? And you guys kind of iterate? Like, what does that look like?
2: When I thought of Zinger, I thought of a Z sign. So on the app, um, it has a Z, a Z symbol. It's like a sideways Z, Mm -hmm. and it stands for Zinger. And it's red because I like red.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. So that's the logo you're talking about? Yes. What about the app itself? Like any aspects of the app that you felt like, we need women who use this to be able to do this?
2: Yeah. So the app kind of works like Uber. So you log in, you put your information in, And you are able to log in to Zinger and wait and you also make up a password. Mm -hmm. And then you log in to Zinger. And it has a it has a map a map of all the cars that's in your area. Okay. The cars are yellow. (laughs) Um and so the thing about Zinger is you know the red needles. location yes Mm -hmm. you can pick specifically where you want to be picked up Mm -hmm. and specifically where you want to be dropped off so you don't have to have the hassle of typing in the entire address because you might not know the entire address you just don't want the driver to go to your house. Oh, that's Mm. a really good security
1: feature there. So they'll never really have access to your address information, just your geolocation. Yes. That's really smart. Cool, cool, cool. Man, I want to use this. I know that um, (laughs) safety is definitely a huge concern and that's, you know, having access to a person's location their house their information like there's been news stories where drivers have come back to people's houses because they saved the address but not basically by removing that layer you're definitely getting rid of that problem
2: yes super
1: (laughs) smart design are there any other cool features
2: um zinger also we have two features we have normal zinger and we have zinger safe and zinger is for men and women Mm -hmm. and zinger safe is for it's for only for women with zinger safe you only have female drivers Mm. so you can get in the car with these specific women drivers but zinger is for men and women they can just get in the car go somewhere (laughs) Yeah, but they can do
1: like safe mode for
2: Zinger Safe. Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: Okay, so we've got a young entrepreneur. Yes, with a tech business. With a tech business, and I just have general questions. So let's say I'm not as brilliant as you are <laughs> at 14, but I've got some thoughts about what I might do to start a business.
2: Where do you Where do you even start? You just start with an idea mm-hmm. and you just go with your idea, go with the flow, and you will eventually get there.
0: So did your dad help a lot in the process by connecting you with people or would you say like you kind of knew the types of people that you needed?
2: I definitely thank my dad for giving me all these connections and all these opportunities to share zinger with um I know that I wouldn't be able to meet all these people <laughs> without him, so yeah, it's definitely and, about
1: community, mhm,
2: and I'm definitely glad that my mom's here to help me and support me. She's on my board of advisors, so
0: Ooh. um, we just had a a little brother break in <laughs> into the <laughs> into <Yep>. the studio <laughs> um, so yeah, I think. That's really cool. Um, I think I've told Kyla this before. I've actually known your dad since I was a freshman in college.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Your dad knows everybody. Um, how many? 14 years? Wow. Which is how old you are. Wow. That's so
0: crazy. That's so funny.
1: So she's known your dad almost as long as you Your have. whole life. <laughs>
0: That's nuts. that's pretty funny. But yeah, I think it's really important that, you know, young people take the time to network and get to know other people. And it doesn't have to start when you're considered an adult, like when you reach 18, you got to start now forming relationships with people because you never know where it can lead.
1: Yeah. And a lot of things that we talk about on the podcast are about, you know, the value of community and other people and being able to share talent. So the fact that you know this at such an early age, like and you can grab onto it and, you know, use it for the rest of your career is really good. Yeah. In general, why do you think it's important for teenagers to have businesses? Or do you think it's important? Is it too? Is it you know not? As, is it too much trouble? Is it more trouble than it's worth? Or is it something that everyone should be thinking about?
2: I do believe that teens should have their own businesses because it teaches you a lot about the real world, mm. and it teaches you about math, teaches you about science, it teaches you about STEM, and um, you don't even have to be that smart to start a business you just have to have a awesome idea and um just go for it
0: we know you started your business did your family did your parents help you with the initial funds that you needed to get started or did you apply for grants and funding
2: um well my family and friends helped me we had what's called angel investors. Mm-hmm. So that includes your family and friends.
0: So that network was important then oh, that yeah. your yes. family has. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's super cool. One more question before we move on from this kind of space. What other ideas do you have for maybe some future apps?
2: Um, I'm not really thinking about future apps right now. Makes Um, sense, makes sense. Maybe extensions to Zinger. Mm. Oh, like what kinds of extensions? No, she Um, can't talk about it. That's right, it's proprietary. Yeah, we don't want to talk about it on the podcast.
0: (laughs) Don't give away her ideas. That's (laughs) right. All right, so let's go on to some questions that you might have for the two of us. I know when Kyla talked to you about Coming on the podcast today, she said, you're going to have two black women <laughs> in STEM uh, who've gotten doctorate degrees. And so hopefully we can answer your questions. <laughs> yeah. There's no guarantees that we have the answers, but we will do
1: our best. Because Again, we've not been 14 in a very long time, so I can't even think what I would ask someone when I was 14.
2: I have a few things in mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds good.
2: So do you have any words of encouragement for an entrepreneur like me?
0: Hmm.
1: Wow, that's really specific.
2: I think just keep going.
0: Right, The world needs more diverse perspectives and ideas out there. And I mean, being young is a perspective that most people who are in technology don't have. And so you've got a special gift. Yeah being your age. So use it. And hopefully you can identify some problems that can really make a strong impact. So just keep going.
1: Yeah, I would say um, there's a social media proverb that goes, um, the person who says it can't be done shouldn't interrupt the person who's doing it. So meaning that there's going to be a lot of people who are going to just interrupt or tell you you can't do something or that's too challenging or that's too hard, but just ignore them because (laughs) they're actually just talking to themselves. They're saying that it is too hard for them to do. So, you know, just don't let any naysayers get you down. You don't have to listen when people, you know, say, I respect your opinion, but I'm still going to (laughs) do what I'm doing over here. So developing that at a pretty early age, a lot of people I think end up not persisting because they listen to the negative talk from other people. So, yeah. What inspires you? Oh, she's going to turn the table back on us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeremy. <laughs>
0: um, a lot of things. I, I would say my experiences are what inspire me to do the work that I'm doing now. So um, I grew up pretty well off as an African-American in this country. And I had parents who both went to college and I really felt like I had a responsibility in high school is when it all kind of started for me um, to give back to my community um, just because I knew that there were disparities, there were differences in the quality of education that I received versus some of the other people in the room who looked just like me. And I didn't understand why that had to be that way. And so I wanted to make a difference. And that's why when I came here, I was super involved in organizations that went out into the black community. That's actually how I met your father, um, through the National Society of Black Engineers. And I've been working in that space ever since. And it's all of the people who come back and say, like, you made a difference uh, you impacted my life in a positive way that give me the fuel to keep doing the work that I'm doing. So that really inspires me, and I hope that, you know, if it's one person that I inspire every so often, it's enough. I would say
1: mine is actually sort of similar to Jeremy's reason, but we have two completely different backgrounds, so yeah. like... My parents didn't have a lot. Like, neither of them went to college. My dad has a GED, but, you know, they did what they had to do. But for me, they made sure I had my education and everything so since I am where I am, and I know that there's tons of people who grew up in the exact same circumstances as me, and they could be here too, I'm basically thinking of all the people who could see themselves as me and mm. how all the people that I could inspire just by being in the role that I'm in. Because there's some days where I don't feel like doing what I have to do, but I'm like, guess what? You are one of the few black women who's able to do the things that you're doing, and that you know helps me to, to keep going and help me to inspire myself. And then also... Looking at the other women that I know who are in computing, who are doing amazing things, because we've had, you know, people on the podcast who are just so stellar. And I'm like, I just want to be in their company, (laughs) you know, just to be able to um, to say that I know them. And the fact that they're doing such wonderful things and I aspire to, you know, to be like them.
2: Okay, (laughs) Um, one day I wish to be an inspiration to black girls everywhere. You, already
0: well. you are right, You already
2: are. We can say that we had you on the first podcast.
0: <laughs> you already are. Yes. You're an inspiration to us. I think it's it's very encouraging to see people who are younger than you making these types of like strides, like these changes. And it just gives us more strength to keep going. Yeah. Anything else?
2: Um, I have two more questions. okay okay. So, was it worth it? Do you <laughs> mm. appreciate what you went through? Ooh, um, child. who told you to ask this?
1: <laughs> That's a deep question.
0: No, there's a
2: deep
1: question. So when you say was it worth it let's let's elaborate on yeah. this question a bit.
0: What do you mean? Yeah.
2: um all of that studying and um, Trying to, you know, study, um, pass all those tests <laughs> and do all these assignments. And they say college is stressful. Um, was it worth it?
0: Hmm. Nope, you got to answer Much first up. this time. Fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I used to ask
1: myself that every day um, if it was all worth it. Um, I would say yes because it's difficult but it's not impossible and what happened in that whole experience taught me a lot about myself and how strong I was And like in the process I got to know you know what I'm a pretty tough cookie I can you know endure a lot before I was like oh no this thing is too hard you know (laughs) something was difficult I'd be like oh I don't want to do this but it definitely taught me a lot about my own endurance and how much I could stand and um, the power of you know who and what I needed to lean on to, to get things done so it definitely brought me closer to God it brought me closer to um, just being, even being humble and saying, okay, it's not anything that's my own doing. You know, I'm only doing this because of, you know, who created me and the people who are around me. So it kind of is a little bit relieving in that sense, because it's like, hey, everything's not on your back, actually. You know, you have a whole... A whole community and everything that you can rely on, but and at the time I was like, "This is not worth it. This thing is crazy." <laughs> but I think looking back, I can definitely say that having that insight about myself definitely made it worth it.
0: Um, I so it's definitely worth it to me. I had the absolute best time as a college student. <laughs> um, I didn't find college hard at all. It was fun. <laughs> And people thought I was strange. I still am a little strange. But, like, I just, I love math and science. And so engineering was, it was tough. I mean, there were definitely some courses, physics, that (laughs) I wasn't super excited about. Um, And others were, like, chemistry, for example. I didn't gravitate towards chemistry, but I had an awesome teaching assistant. And they made it great for me. And so I had a blast in college. I did everything that I wanted to do, probably more than I needed to do. (laughs) And um, it was actually when I got into graduate school where I started questioning my life choices (laughs) and whether or not I made the right decision. Um, Because graduate school is more like a job in a lot of ways. Um, And it's a a different path, right? Like you're choosing a totally different path. From most people. So, you got friends who go to work, they make lots of money because they're yeah. engineers or computer scientists. And um, you see their pictures, they buy on the their Riviera. house, their car, <laughs> they're on vacation, they're right. having kids, they, they got married, you know, and you're just like in grad school. Yeah. <laughs> so, that will make you start asking questions like, is this worth it? And yeah. I could not have told you then. That it was. Right. At that moment, it was definitely not worth it. (laughs) Um, but now, like today, I wake up every day excited about my job, excited about the people that I work with. My lab just threw me a surprise baby shower. They're amazing. Like
2: congratulations. (laughs) Thank you.
0: But that stuff, like, I feel like I'm so blessed to have this job at this point in my life to be basically just out of my thirties with a PhD and I can do whatever I want. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of power, cause that, that's really what it is. Like it's like a little superpower that yeah. I have. Like I can wake up and say, I don't want to do this today. I'm going to do that. Yep. Um, that kind of freedom, you don't get that. If you decide to get a bachelor's degree and go get a job, you may get the immediate paycheck where you can go travel and fly around and do stuff. But I got airline status and hotel status (laughs) and a Ph.D. So I I feel like I did pretty good, you know, and I ended up getting married and getting the house and the dog and now a human. So I feel like I'm doing pretty well now. So it's definitely worth it.
2: Okay, so I have one last question before we go. Um, What was your favorite subjects in school? Calculus. (laughs) Uh, I would say
1: up to 10th grade. It was probably math. Just because it was logical. And I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Um, but then I got to take a computer science course. And then that was the class I hated the least.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Kyla didn't like school. Yeah, I didn't That's like important school. to say. Yeah. So, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. She was a delinquent. No, I'm just kidding. But she if I had delinquent.
1: the choice to go to online school, I would have done that because I'm like, why are we all here? We can all read the book. We all, we can read. Why why does someone have to stand up here and tell us these things? So I think if I had the choice of online, I I probably would have felt a little better about school. I don't
0: believe that for a second. No, I liked
1: the learning process. Like, I liked knowing things. I just didn't like the way that we had to sit there in those hard chairs facing forward <laughs> while someone just read out loud the same thing we could read to <laughs> ourselves like it was it was frustrating for me but uh, yeah but computer science definitely because you know you could tell something what to do and it would you know it would do it
0: my favorite (laughs) is definitely calculus so i love calculus i love algebra i like trigonometry yeah i hated geometry
1: oh i love geometry
0: (laughs) i think geometry is the most asinine course (laughs) Known to man, I don't understand. I mean, I get it, but I think maybe it was how it was taught mm-hmm. to, more than anything. Because I obviously, if I like trigonometry, yeah, cause then geometry, geometry should. should follow. But no, like or precede it. Yeah. Um. But I I didn't like that. And the other thing was, um. So I like performing, and so I decided I I was in orchestra. I played the violin for. Most of my life. Soon that will not be true. (laughs) Because I haven't been playing for a while. Um, So I really liked those courses where it's like your brain kind of got to do something different than sitting in a classroom and doing, I don't know, some structured assignment. It was just creating. Yeah. And so the orchestra courses, band courses... Oh, yeah, band. Those were fun. Um, I was in the color guard, so.
2: So you like hands-on learning?
0: Oh, yeah. Hands-on learning is definitely way better. I mean, I'm, I'm not interested in sitting in a room for a long period of time listening to someone talk to me. Yeah. And all of the research out there shows that you actually learn better when you get a mixture of both. Yeah. Right? Like, if you get the opportunity to apply what you're learning, you retain it longer. Right. So it's definitely a better mode of instruction, something that we're trying to move towards, actually, in a lot of the engineering classes that we have uh, here at UF.
1: Yeah, I definitely teach my courses that way. Like, I make the courses because also you have to think about the person who's teaching it. Like, who (laughs) wants to sit and talk for 50 minutes other than us on this podcast? But still, like, it's a back and forth. But, like, I try to do stuff that's hands-on because then you get to more granular issues. You get to be able to show someone exactly why something isn't working or how to do something Mm -hmm. rather than saying, this is a code. This is a program. This is how you do this. This is how versus them having it on their computer and you – do things in real time so hopefully in the future you know engineering as a whole will Mm -hmm. move towards the more hands-on sort of thing so when you come up and you're taking these courses you won't feel like oh my goodness why why (laughs) are we just talking about the thing and not
0: doing the thing (laughs) do you prefer it do you like hands-on more
2: um I don't know I like um I like learning it and then I like
0: like applying it.
2: Yes. Yeah. I like like writing it out and I like looking at it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I get the hang of it.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, that definitely makes sense. And especially because you want to do something in medicine. So if you're thinking of like medical procedures or like being a doctor, that's definitely hands on. Yeah. But you got <laughs> yeah. to know the stuff. You got to know the stuff. So, and then do the
0: stuff. Yeah, know the stuff. Do the stuff. It follows. <laughs> well, thank you, Moria, so much for being on the podcast yes, today. <laughs> thank you so much.
1: We're so happy to have you here. You did a great job. We're looking forward to seeing Zinger. I want to download it on my phone when it comes out. So, can you tell everyone how they can get in touch with you?
2: So you can get in touch with um me and Zinger by um the email. M Bowman at zingerapp.co.
1: Okay. Do you want to spell it out, the last name?
2: M B O W M A N. M Bowman at zinger.co. Okay. Right. Thank you so Thank much. Thank did Such a great job. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
1: As always, you can find us on our website at ModernFiguresPodcast.com, where you can also purchase items from our online store. Send us questions via email at askus@modernfigurespodcast.com.
0: The podcast is also on social media. Just search for Modern Figures Podcast. And you can find Kyla and I on Twitter. Kyla is at Dr. Underscore Kyla. And I'm at Jeremy Waysa. Until, Until next, next time, time, stay hydrated,
1: moisturized, and, and protect, protect your
0: peace. Piece.